0: Hey, you're listening to the Time and Talks podcast. I'm your host, Dejal V. Patel, and this is the place where we have refreshingly real talks about the biggest problems moms face in motherhood and life, and the spiritual solutions to solve them. If you're ready to reset your mindset with some major truth bombs, well, then let's dive in. Yo, 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 namaste, my moms and mamas. So thrilled you are here today. And I have a really great topic because I know that we've all experienced this in some shape or form. I'm talking about body image insecurities, whether it was through pregnancy or whether it was through post-pregnancy. We've all struggled with it and I definitely have. I've never been the one who loved being pregnant and loved that baby bump. It was really hard for me mentally, especially the first time around because I lived most of my life like counting calories and trying to be. Trim and trying to get, you know, workouts should negate the calories that I'm intaking and seeing my body grow without my control, seeing the weight, right? When you define yourself. And your beauty and your worth by the number on the scale, it can be very scary that each appointment to see it like boost five, 10, 15. It, it's a lot mentally. And so, learning how to shift that mindset of not looking at food as just like something that's going to make me fat to fuel, to nourishment, really shifting from that diet mentality into a healthy mindset has been a journey for me. And so, with this third pregnancy, I have promised myself I'm going to try my very, very, very best to embrace the pregnancy because I've also had experience that our bodies are these remarkable, remarkable beings in the sense that they expand, they nourish our baby, they will contract back down. And yes, the post baby bod looks so different than maybe those pre-pregnancy days, but it's a miracle, right? It's like our pre-miracle body versus our post-miracle body. That's been a big perspective shift. And I think training myself not to worry about bouncing back, um, but just embracing being healthy. And so this has been something that I've had to work on. And I was so excited because my friend and someone that you're going to love hearing from she wanted to talk about this this body shaving these body image issues and insecurities that we have so this is a real talk with another real mama episode about body image and i'm so excited to sit down with my friend ronnie Collera. you may know ronnie as the real estate powerhouse Um, She was featured on Million Dollar Listing New York. I know that's the first time that I had seen Ronnie. And then we are part of this mutual mommy networking group called Hey Mama. We connected on there. Oh my gosh, I love her. She's real. She's honest. She's authentic. And she's the mama to Liana. And so today we're talking all about not real estate. But body image. We're talking real mom stuff. The body shaming that comes with becoming a mom after you look at your body and you're like, oh my gosh, I look like I'm six months pregnant, but I'm not pregnant anymore. How to deal with the pressure of feeling like you need to bounce back into your pre pregnancy body. The emotions that are associated with seeing other influencers bounce back and how that affects our mental health and our self esteem. Because I certainly am like, how the heck do you have a trim and like cut body? And it's like, three months postpartum I'm like what the well this is all a journey and I think talking about it honestly and openly and just sharing our embarrassing vulnerable and authentic truth is so necessary so I'm so excited for you to join in on this conversation let's dive in hi Ronnie thank you so much for being here I'm so excited to hi thank you for having me so what we decided a while ago when we were talking like okay what should we talk about like real talk with you and you're like you know let's talk about body image like the shame that we feel post-pregnancy maybe even pregnancy and I really resonated with this because I know I struggled with it a lot and um being in my third pregnancy now I feel like I have somewhat of a better mindset around it, but it's still, it still bothers me. It's still something that I, I still work through. And so I'm so excited to hear, you know, just your journey with it, what you felt. And hopefully the intention is, is that other moms listening to this will feel heard. will feel like, oh my gosh, I'm not the only one. And if you do feel like that, maybe we can walk away with some more positive mindsets around it to help serve us totally well first of all congratulations on your third pregnancy you look amazing
1: speaking of body image Thank yeah you, you look amazing um this was a topic i thought was important because it was really like an insecurity of mine throughout the whole thing and you know before i ever got pregnant i always thought to myself i'm gonna become this huge bowling ball, and I'm going to hate life. And then, you know, you get pregnant, and you're so happy about the fact that that's happening to you. Um, that, that kind of goes away for a little while. But I have to say, it, you know, it came back because you're pregnant for so long, and your body changes so much that, you know, it's hard to ignore. Um, and I found myself like shying away from taking pictures and I'm a very social person and you know, I share my life on social media and I like you know, it, it felt like, well, what am I so embarrassed about? I love that I'm pregnant, I love the bump that I have, but I hated how everything else also grew. And I just realized like I would follow all these other blogger or social media influencers who were pregnant, and they didn't look the way that I looked um they looked better in my opinion and i was just like what am i doing differently and you know i just didn't understand um and then after i delivered my daughter the sort of bounce back phenomenon that we find on social media really bothered me because my body didn't do that immediately and it took a lot of work and effort and i had to put you know, the time in to get myself back to where I was. And I had to alter what I was eating and I had to exercise and I had to be mindful. Um, and it was tough because I was breastfeeding. And so you're constantly hungry. Um, and I was working and being a first time mom, which as everyone knows, if you've done it more than once is, insane because the first time is the unknown and then afterwards you're a little bit more familiar as i understand it so um i just i really didn't like the whole bounce back culture and it really pissed me off (laughs) and so when you were like what should we talk about what you know what is it a topic that resonates with you i was like i think this is something that other moms probably feel um unless you bounce back naturally, which, you know what, some people do. And that's a blessing because everybody is different. And, you know, that's not to say that they don't deserve to bounce back the way that they do, but that's not everyone. So it shouldn't necessarily be expected of everyone. And that's what I felt needed addressing.
0: Yeah, I completely agree with you. And There's so much that you said that I resonate with. And I feel like there, especially like if we start with pregnancy, there's two camps, like kind of like how you elicited. There's the camp that's like, oh, I, you're in awe. Exactly. Of like, this is happening and your body is growing. And there's like, there's this element of like magicalness because it's like, you're not doing anything for this baby grow and um so there's this camp of like, you know, embracing the pregnancy bump and the glow. And I'll be very honest, the first and I would even say the second time too, you know, I was in a culture and just like the mindset of like I didn't look at food as nourishment or fuel. I looked at it as like, okay, I got to make sure that I'm working out more than I'm intaking and like trying to keep the weight on like, you know, very steady. And I've been really blessed that, you know, if I work out consistently, like my, my weight can drop. And then seeing the weight, like every appointment, like going up five pounds, going up five, that mentally kind of like messed with my head for a while. Oh my gosh. Like I, I, I'm so blessed that I'm pregnant, but I can't get, like, my head around, like, this whole idea. Same thing like you. Like, I don't know how to dress myself to look cute. Like, I see other moms, and they look so adorable and so cute, and I'm like, I don't feel that way. Same thing like you. I shied away from pictures or everything was, like, you know, not, like, the full body. It was just, like, this, like, up, like, you know, like, chest up because – um, and so that was a really, really hard thing for me as well. Um, and just be like, you know, the second time I would say now the third time around, I think it's like third times the charm is like, okay, um, I can embrace this because I know that the body is a magical thing. Your body is going to look different. You know, I, you, you've kind of like known that, okay, my body is like, you know, I kind of broke away from this idea of bouncing back like I kind of made peace with that like my pre-pregnancy body may never come back the way that it was but there is like a new evolving of my body that's unfolding totally and Totally. And like, I kind of look at it as like my pre miracle body and then my post miracle body. And that for whatever reason has kind of helped me reshift. It's like, okay, like, yes, there's a little bit more punch here. That's just not going away. Or like, you know, it's just a little bit more loose. And it's just like, that's that's okay, but I have like a miracle. So I guess like that's just the nature of it. Um, yeah. And, you know, I'll be really interested because, like you said, you know, like if, if, and you, if, and when you choose to be pregnant again, um, if that happens, like how your mindset will be different. I'll have to check in with you again to see like if it's different from the first time around or not.
1: Well, I'm hopeful that like now I've experienced it and then I've also experienced. The hard work to get back to where I was, yes, so to speak, not exactly, obviously, because you're you're never the same, right? You're never the same mentally, physically. you're just you're just never the same. but, um, I got to where I wanted to be. yeah, so that I went through that experience and I was very grateful and I saw that it's possible. So hopefully the second time around, I know that I did it once I can do it again, yeah, right? Whereas the first time around, you're just like, well, I don't know. I've never done this before. Right. And like what you were saying, when you go to the doctor and you're gaining five pounds, it's just, it's insane because you're not eating anymore. Right. In essence, like when I was pregnant, I had to eat less because if I ate a big meal, I would feel sick. Right. And so it was like lots of little meals throughout the day. So, you know, it's, it's kind of mind boggling that you're growing, but you're not really doing anything to grow and it's just happening.
0: You're seeing yourself grow, right? Right, right. Yeah. And with you, did you feel like post-pregnancy, like when you talk about bounce back, did you feel a lot of like external pressure or was it more the internal pressure or was it a combination of the two? I think it was a combination of the two. I think I put a lot of pressure
1: on myself because I saw other people, that did it so quickly that I was like, why isn't it happening for me as quickly as it's happening for everyone else that I look at? Mm -hmm. And so, you know, because of the culture of the bounce back, I expected it to just fall off and for it to happen. And it didn't happen quickly and it pissed me off, Mm -hmm. you know? And then I remember I went to a nutritionist because my workout routine was great and Luckily, I have always worked out, so it's just a part of my life, but my nutritionist said for weight loss, it really is 80% what you eat and 20% exercise. And that doesn't mean you shouldn't exercise because there are other benefits of exercising for health and for longevity, Um, but it's 80% what you eat. And although what you're eating hasn't changed and it worked for you in the past, you're a different you now. Yeah. Yeah. And the same thing may not necessarily work. Yeah. So you're going to have to switch it up. And, you know, it's not like I went from clean eating to eating French fries every day. I was a pretty good eater, but ate what I wanted
0: mm-hmm.
1: all in moderation. Um, never considered myself to be on a specific diet, but I tried to avoid carbs throughout the day, but I had them, you know, for one meal. Yeah. And I eat as many vegetables as possible. Um, And it just wasn't working. And I was like, I don't understand (laughs) this. used to work. And now it's not working. And so I think being able to speak to a professional and them just saying, you know, it's not your fault. Your body went through this tremendous change Mm -hmm. and you have different hormones and chemicals in your body now than you did before you ever had a baby. That plays a big role, um, which I never thought about because I was like, "What is going on? If I eat a vegetarian, healthy lifestyle, non-fried foods every day, why am I not losing weight?" Right. You know, and it didn't make any sense. And so um, I think switching up a your mindset, but also your routine, mm-hmm. kind of snaps your body back. Just like with working out, when you do the same thing for so long, your body gets used to it, and you see no change. So changing it right is what is what they say changes the way you look um so it
0: had it was the same thing with eating and i had to i had to switch it up would it, if you don't mind me asking like what are some of the things that you found that you switched that you felt like you got some um good results from um so
1: this is like such a silly thing, but I love condiments mm-hmm. and I'm like a sauce girl yeah I'm so- <laughs> so I just love like dipping and there's always some sort of sauce or condiment associated with every meal. And so my nutritionist was like, just be mindful of what you're using Mm. and small switches. Um, She's like, I'm not going to tell you not to have ranch or spicy mayo, but maybe try a vegan mayonnaise with the sriracha and create your own spicy mayo instead yeah. of buying it out of a squeeze bottle. Right. And maybe your ketchup can be a sugar-free organic ketchup because there's a lot of sugar in ketchup, and, yeah. you know, just little things. Um, also, you know, she really, she was like, you like vegetables, which is a great thing, but let's make it so that the vegetable portion of whatever you're eating is what's making you full as opposed to the rice portion or the grain portion. Right. right? And like, as an Indian woman, I'm sure you can relate. We love rice. Yes. We love rice <laughs> <laughs> and bread and yes. naan and all the carbs. Yeah. Um, and so it's very easy to fill up on those things when that's a part of your meal, but just kind of switch Kind of the balance of what's on your plate, and yeah. you know, instead of having a cup of rice, you have half a cup of rice and a cup and a half of whatever, you know, protein or vegetable you're eating. Yeah. Um. So just switching little things like that, and it's not changing what you're eating; it's just changing how much of what you're eating. Yes.
0: Yes. You know, um, my personal trainer um had told me she's like, cause same thing like you. I love my carbs. I mean, who doesn't love their carbs? She's, like, yeah. you know when you like put out your meal, but eat your veggies and stuff first, And then get to that. And you'll automatically eat less of it. Because if you eat it first, you're hungry, right? So you're going to eat more of it. And I've been doing that. And that's been a really, really good trick. Because by the time I get to that point, I'm like, oh, I'm already kind of full. And I'll eat it, but I won't eat as much. So it's satisfying. So you're not like depriving yourself, but you're not consuming as much. And so I'm a total believer of the small shifts as well. And exactly like you said before, too, we have to be mindful. Many of us are breastfeeding still right so you your calorie intake and i noticed this with my first and i was much smarter with my second is that like okay i was like oh yeah i want to lose weight well then your milk supply starts to drop and then i was like actively like you know like trying to ramp it up again i'm like okay this is just gonna have to wait you know like this whole like this idea of like, you know, trying to get the weight down and blah, blah, blah. And um, that's something we also have to be very mindful of eating healthy, well balanced while you're breastfeeding um, is exactly what if you are breastfeeding is like what we should be focused on first before the the weight and all this other stuff, you know, right. Um, And priorities right priorities right exactly because you're gonna see that milk supply dip immediately like at least i know some people are like have an abundance of milk and i didn't i was just like making barely enough and then i would have to fight for more so i think yeah it really makes a difference um of just giving ourselves that great i agree yeah Uh, i agree So when you went to go see your nutritionist, was this like after like you start breastfeeding or did you start making some of these changes like when you were when you were breastfeeding?
1: I waited because like you, I noticed a difference Mm -hmm. that my if my calorie intake wasn't at a certain position uh, or a certain level, then my um, production, you know, changed. So I waited. I also You know it's funny because they call the first three months after you give birth the fourth trimester i also like i don't like i feel like i blacked out i don't even remember the first first three months (laughs) i didn't necessarily have any plans my plan was to like keep this child alive and make sure she grows because it's the first and you're just like what's happening i'm so sleep deprived i don't understand what's going on my you know i I was waking up drenched in sweat Mm -hmm. And it was because I was losing weight naturally. Mm-hmm. And I was so happy about that. Um, and then the first, I gained 30 pounds with my first pregnancy. So the first 15 pounds just came off without me even moving.
0: Right. Right. Literally in my sleep, right? And like kind of like all those things, like yeah. all part of that.
1: Yeah. Know. And I was like, oh, fantastic. And then the next 15, you know, took almost a year. Mm-hmm. And it came off five after I stopped breastfeeding quickly and then the last 10 took as long as it took for me to gain the 30 pounds. Yeah. And that to me was like, I don't understand why this stubborn 10 pounds will not come off. And I'm sure I'm five foot two. So 10 pounds compressed in five foot two, you can see it, or at least I could, right? Mm-hmm. You're always your worst critic. Yeah. And so I was like, I don't understand. And then, you know, I kind of amped up my, my working out and I lost the inches mm-hmm but the weight it didn't change significantly three pounds came off here and there so i my trainer said to me you fit into all your old clothes yes what else are you looking for okay. stop looking stop focusing on the number yeah and at some point i realized like this is just an obsession at this point about that number yes. and you don't necessarily need to get there if you're happy with the way you look which i was um and you're just healthy too, right? Like you're, you're happy, the way you, you feel good, right? right. Um, just let it go. Yeah, um, so I think that was like a big lesson, and it was like a big kind of mental health switch that had needed to happen. Just let the number go. Yeah, you look the way you want to look, you feel the way you want to feel, you're wearing the clothes you want to wear, just let it go. And so, luckily, like, I have a great you know group of friends who we all got pregnant at the same time and went through this all together and everyone was like you know just you need to you need to calm down
0: (laughs) that (laughs) uh you know reflection of someone keeping you accountable to yeah totally yeah no that's great um and that's awesome that your kids are like probably like all around the same age if you're pregnant at the same time yeah it's really nice it was actually five of my
1: girlfriends we all lived together at college at Rutgers, and we all got pregnant. Four of us got pregnant at the same time, and one of us got engaged while we were all pregnant. Um, since then, she's she's had her, her first baby, actually. But um, it was just, it was so fun and exciting because we were in a group chat originally before we even got pregnant. And then while we were pregnant, it was just, you know, we got to experience every mm-hmm. single day together, even though we were not all in the same location. And we got yeah. to just, like, vent to each other about the stuff we loved, the stuff we hated, how miserable we were at certain times, and then, you know, how exciting it was as each one of us delivered. And and now, yeah, they're all the same age, and it, it's a lot of
0: fun. It's really, really nice. That is awesome. That's, you don't see that all the time. I feel like my friends, like I have some friends who don't have kids, some friends have older kids than my kids. So it's like nice to have them around the same age. That's great.
1: Yeah. That's like my, my college group, my high school group. I'm like the only one. Um, No, there's two others. One, uh, me and my friend Sagar have kids. And then one of my girlfriends, Malisha right now is pregnant with her first. So they're all playing catch up, Oh, but but it's
0: nice because at least like they have us to fall back on, you know, for sure. So, um, if, there is one piece of advice that you wish that you were given. Like if a mom would have told you, okay, post-pregnancy or postpartum bod, like any piece of advice that you wish you knew that you would want to pass forward.
1: I don't know if this is true for everyone, but for me it was, I mean, I would say it's never going to be exactly what it was. Mm-hmm. And when I, when I talk about it, I mean, your body mm-hmm. <laughs> It's gone through such an incredible journey and you've created life that you need to accept that it's never going to be what it was before that process began. Um, For whatever reason, your shape has just actually changed, Mm -hmm. which is possible. Um, Your hormones levels have changed and even afterwards they're different than what they were before. If you're breastfeeding we talked about this, the amount of food and nutrition you need to sustain milk production is much more than you need normally. And then when you stop breastfeeding, you have to stop eating so much, which is another retrain your brain. You're not breastfeeding anymore. You don't need to eat this many calories anymore. Mm -hmm. Right. So your body will never be the same and that's okay. That's what I would say. You know, it's some people say that their body gets better and that they're able to reshape their body to a different level than they were ever able to do before. And that's just because maybe you're up earlier during the day now that you have a baby and maybe you're more motivated and maybe you know your muscles are able to do things they weren't able to do before, mm-hmm. um, but it's never going to be exactly the same. And that's just something that every woman I think has to accept and be okay with yeah. because we did something incredible
0: yes exactly post miracle bod so it's gonna be a little bit different i think what i wish i knew is that that when you walk out of two things i think when you walk out after giving birth you're gonna still look like you're pregnant i wish you had told me that because i was kind of like whoa what is all this skin i'm like i was freaked out the first time because i'm like. Uh, where does all this skin go? And like, yeah. what do you do with this? Is this ever gonna go back? Like, I was legit kind of freaked out. And I did wear like a belly band just to kind of like help, like you know, keep everything. That helps a lot, even just for my back too. Like it. Right. Um, so I would suggest, like you know, I didn't know about that. Um, beforehand and i like researched it like frantically after and i found out I was, like you know put a put like a belly band at, like compression and i'll help like with like tightening things back up again um and then i think the second thing i would um second thing i, I like totally lost my train of thought um there was another one that i w- wish i knew um, it'll come back to you. oh yes i do remember So, like, the and this happened a lot. Like, I felt it more prominently, I think, because after each pregnancy that you have, like, your ab muscles get weak, right, because they've separated. Um, And I think it's called, like, diastis recti. Um, Yeah. Felt it, like, for my first pregnancy, I did feel it. Like, I was like, oh, I can't really do crunches and stuff anymore, like, for a while. But then the second one, I felt it a lot more than the first one. Um, Interesting and it was like my stomach had expanded just even like even more like everything was more lax so it took me a longer lot longer time to be able to I had to work on strengthening my ab muscles again pushing them back like I had to like, my body wasn't, like, when after, like, the, the six weeks or the recommended time that, you know, they tell you to wait and you get the yeah. way to work out. Like, my body was not, like, I had to go slow with my workout. So that might be your first, that might be your second. Um, You know, just I, I didn't know that, and I wasn't prepared the second time around. I was like, why is my body, like, so weak? Like, I want to work out, but it's, like, not cooperating. So I kind of had to go back to basics a little bit of, like, you know, learning how to get my muscles to be stronger again and bringing them back together again and yeah. doing it safely. Right. Yes. Because there's a lot. You can't just go back and do what you used to do. Like, yeah, there's you, certain things, like, you know, like, two right. touches, it's going to hurt right. you more than it's going right. to hurt you. So um, I, right. think, and I think it's so great in one aspect. Like, um, there's so many resources. Like, I learned that I had no idea about any of that. And like, but there's so many experts out there who are helping women postpartum, yeah. like learn, like you said, the safe way of like doing the right exercises. Like, what comes to mind is like um, Pinky from the Snapback, who created that app, and she's all about. That's where I learned all this from. Is like, yeah. you helped me like understand, you know, like these are the exercises you should be doing. It's gonna take some time and right. feel that bulge. It's because your stomach is expanded, and and it did. It started once I started healing it. Then the that the bubble that we you're we like, Oh my God, when is that going to go away? It's, it's because of that. So um, yeah. that's so important to know. It's like, if you're working out to do it slowly and listening to your body and the safe way, right. Asking experts for how I think sometimes we're just like, Oh, we'll figure it out on our own. Or we've always worked yeah. on our own. Or maybe you've had a personal trainer, but like getting someone who's an expert or knows about postpartum really can help too.
1: Yeah, because it's so different. It's your body just is is not yours for so long. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you get it back, but it's like, what happened, yeah. <laughs> you know? So doing it safely is super important. I think that's really, that's a really good point. Um, Cause you can't just like, oh, six weeks, you're clear. Go back to what you were doing right before you delivered. Like, no, yeah, it doesn't it work that doesn't way. It doesn't
0: work that way, exactly. Yeah. And I, I think like naively, like I thought, and I was like, and I tried to do a crunch and I'm like, this is actually painful. Like this, I cannot, I couldn't even get up. Like I remember, I was like, I can't even get my body up. And then when I did, I was like, this is like painful. And so, um, yeah, really good to to be educated the right way. Um, but yeah, like I, I wish there was like a new, and I, you know what? I, I, I take this back in on essence, the whole bass bounce back, aspect of it I find that there are certain women who are so like honest and authentic they will show now right like your body postpartum not with like the tightening like you know like leg yeah. on and stuff they're like showing it they're showing their their uh, stretch marks like you yeah. need that more and it's like totally okay like there's like the culture is changing yes yes which totally. i appreciate
1: because you know what first of all those women are so brave um they're i mean i don't have the guts to do that mm-hmm. i hate the way I looked right after I delivered I, you know everyone goes and takes those um family photos mm-hmm. I refused I mean I took photos of my daughter and I have those newborn photos of her but I was like I do not want to remember myself like this which sounds very vain but I was no. very unhappy with the way I looked after and I was like there's no way I'm taking a picture. I don't feel pretty. Yes. There's no way I'm getting in front of a camera and having professional photos. Yeah. And I remember the photographer, who's a friend of mine, saying like, you're going to want to remember this. And I said, I'm probably just going to want to remember her as a newborn. I'm yeah. really not going to rem- want to remember this. <laughs> so sorry, I know everyone does it. It's just not my thing. Yeah. I, I don't want those photos. And she was like, OK, whatever you want. I took pregnancy photos, I thought, I convinced myself to do that and I'm very happy that I did because now looking back, it's like incredible.
0: Yeah. How
1: my body transformed. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, you know, to each their own, do what you're comfortable with and just remember it's temporary. Mm -hmm. Just like your pregnancy was temporary. It's a moment of time. Yeah. Your postpartum is temporary. And then, you know, you get back into your routine and your
0: life and, you do what works for you. Yeah. I think this third pregnancy, because I know it's my last one, I haven't done pregnancy photos for any of my other ones. I was like, I'm going to muster the courage and I'm going to do it this time. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to do it. Time. I was like, I don't regret it if I didn't do it for like, you know, like all of them. And I think I have a healthier mindset now than I did with any of my other pregnancies that I'm like, okay. I'm going to do it. And um, I, I totally feel you. Like I was in like one picture, like, you know, that newborn shoot. And I still look at them like, oh, my God, my nose is so big. Or my, you know, like you look at yourself and you, like you said, you dissect yourself. And I'm like, come on, can you just like give yourself a little bit of like credit? You just gave birth, like, it's so you, were, like, hard. you know, TMI, but you're like bleeding, like, a, you know, like cray cray. And you, you're, you're in pain. pain. I'm like, you know, stop being so mean
1: to yourself. <laughs> I know. I know. And women do that all the time to themselves. And it's it's unfortunate. But I think what you said, like, more people are are posting about their journeys and really showing what, in my opinion, majority of women go through, which is super helpful and inspiring. And then it shows you, you know what, like, look, they look the way I looked after I delivered and they're
0: working on it and it's working. So if I work on it, it'll work for me too. You just have to put in the work. Exactly. I actually find I draw more inspiration from that, honestly, because there's a part of me. I'm like, go you because you're, you know, you're really, really like putting yourself out there in a way that's, I think that's transformative. I think that touches people and be like, Thank you for like being so comfortable or like they're not like totally comfortable, but they're like, I'm sharing this because like you said, the images when you're just and I'll be very honest too. for a short period of time after my first pregnancy, I did have to unfollow a few people because I noticed that it was triggering me. They had been pregnant around the same time that I was and they were kind of going through the phase when I was going through it and I was just it, it was just I mean, you compare yourself. You're like, wow, like how amazing they look and look how quickly they, and I just, and follow them for a little bit because mentally I was like, I don't think I can see it without judging myself. Not that it was like taking away from them. I'm like, they looked amazing. It's just, I gotta like focus. It made you angry. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I get
1: it. I get it. And that's, you know, you have to do what works for you and you have to realize that everybody has a different body. Everybody has a different Everybody's body reacts to things differently. Yeah. And that's just reality, you know, and you know your body, you, especially after having a baby, you know what it's capable of and how long it takes to get back to where it used to be. And, you know, like, you know, back in the day in high school, before prom, you wanted to fit into your dress, extra skinny, you skipped two meals and you were fine and yeah. you were able to do that. And That's impossible now. I know. Like it's actually impossible. Right. Um, so you're just different. You're a different person. You have a different body and it just, you can't do things, you know, maybe the way that you, you used to do it when you were in high school. You just can't.
0: Yeah. And that and that's okay. And I think, and I shared the whole thing, like, you know, for my first pregnancy, because sometimes your first pregnancy, you don't know, right. Cause it's the first time that you're going through, you're like, yeah. what the app is happening to my body and will this ever go back? And I think right. that it's like, if social media is triggering you, it's okay to step away because totally. that's not, that's not anything bad on you. It's just that, you know, it's helping you stay like, with present with yourself of whatever Mm you're feeling and just focusing on yourself and what's right for you is more important than like we talked about the bounce back, you know, that'll happen. Like I had read somewhere it takes two years for your body to fully like recuperate from like the trauma of childbirth. And like, Mm -hmm. so it takes a long time for your body to even like get back to I would say, quote unquote, status quo, but like, you know, feeling somewhat like it's like normal self. So, you know, when I heard that, I'm like, yeah, I I thought it was a year, but it's like two years. I'm like, that makes sense. Because like, you know, you might be just like breastfeeding. So like, it's like that other year that you're now focusing on yourself. So right, right. Well, I'm so glad that we talked about this because I know that I think also it's like helping me stay like, stay rooted in my healthy frame of mind while I'm pregnant right now. I'm like, yes, this is totally normal, and you know, it's a good reminder for all of us when we're going through it as well. But and lucky for you, you've done it twice, you've bounced back twice,
1: so the third time will be no different.
0: You know, it's this time too. So like. I'll be honest. So that after my first pregnancy, I had five pounds that I couldn't lose. And then after my second pregnancy, I had about 10 pounds that were like the the struggle, like the pain point. And I'd gone down. I think I was like, um, you know, I, I'd gone down and I was at the same place as you. I feel healthy. I'm not at like that number, but I'm okay. I'm not at that number. But this time around, I'm like, I'm like, I'm going to be healthy. I'm going to, you know, it's okay. Like with the number, I actually at the the doctor's office, like, do you want us to translate the kilograms to the pounds? And I'm like, no, actually, I don't need to know. Like, I'm like, that's okay. Like, I know that it's doing what it's doing. I'm going to, you know, I'm doing the things that I need to do to keep it healthy. Um, and it's going to grow whatever it needs to grow. And I'm like, exactly. yeah. And I'm like, I'm not, I don't even care what the number is. I haven't even gone on the scale. I was like, as long as it's healthy, I'm not like underweight and it's like normal. That's all I can care about but you don't have to you don't have to translate it for me whatever whatever my pounds are that's
1: for you and I think it's also like you have decided that you know this is going to complete your family and so it's also one of those things like after I had my first I was working so hard to get back to where I was because I knew I wanted to be where I was before I got pregnant again yeah, yeah. Um, and for you now you know it is what it is because when you're done, you're done Yes. and you can work to get to where you want to be and then just maintain that. You right. know, you're not it's not going to happen again. You're not going to transform again unless something changes. But <laughs> you, know, you, um, you never know.
0: <laughs> yeah, you never know. But, you know, um, you're you're actually right. Yeah, that's that has a big big play on it. Cause I know that women who are like expecting another, like you want to get to a certain point where you feel com- healthy again. So that's your starting point for your next pregnancy. Um, totally. Yeah, for sure. But this is all like healthy and normal, and you know all the emotions that we feel with every aspect of motherhood. This is just another normal part about it, and yeah. I'm so glad that we were able to have this conversation. And I know it's going to serve other moms too. So thank you so much, Ronnie, for being here and sharing your truth with us.
1: Thank you, and I'm so I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy you're having a girl. <laughs> oh, I'm like I know you have two amazing boys, yes. but I think it'll. Be- so fun for them to have a little sister. For you to be a girl mom, it's going to be so
0: different. I'm sure. I'm, excited. I'm very excited. I've always wanted a girl, so it's kind of feels surreal that I'm actually having a girl. And sometimes I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm going to have a daughter!" And I'm like, "Wow, I'm going to have a daughter!" <laughs> I know. I was just like,
1: um, "Do you feel that this pregnancy?" I know every pregnancy is not the same, but do you feel that this one? Do you feel the difference between being pregnant with a boy and being pregnant with a girl? Um,
0: You know, I did feel like, so for my first two pregnancies, again, being boys, I felt like I had more cravings, like food cravings. And for this one, I had food aversions. Now, I don't know if that's because if it's a boy or girl or if it's just like my age or I don't know what it was, but I felt like I had like more food aversions than like cravings for anything, if that made sense. Um, and then I had a lot of headaches the second trimester, which I never got, which I now feel like it, I have under control. But I think that it had more to do, like I needed to, like I was drinking a lot of water, but I needed more water than what I was intaking. So that's been the only changes I feel like I'm carrying the same exact way. Um, I know sometimes people say like you carry different if you're having a boy or girl. Well, that's And you know I'm almost like right in the midway point. So we'll see like after twenty weeks and after, because yeah. you grow, like see if it carries a little bit differently. But right now, it's been the same. Um, but yeah, I just it's just amazing what the body can do and how it, what it's going through. And seriously, and i i,
1: I have to say these these will be the first of many headaches your daughter is going to give you.
0: <laughs> I have a feeling, right? The sassiness. Thank you thank you so much Ronnie for being here. This was so fun. Thank you for having me and I'm so um I'm so excited for you and your family. Thank you. Thanks everyone for listening. Till next week. Bye. Bye. If you've been loving the Time and Talks podcast and you find value from it, I would be so eternally grateful if you take a moment of your time to leave a rating and review over at Apple Podcasts. And when you do, I love to gift you my 7-Day Stress Detox course. All you gotta do is screenshot your review before you submit it. Email it to me at thejal at thejalvpatel.com and when you do, I'll inbox you the details of the course. This course has my go-to tools anytime I feel impatient, angry, fresh, And I come to them almost every single day. And I promise these are the tools that you're going to want to have in your back pocket too. And if you haven't purchased the Meditation for Kids book, definitely do so now. You can purchase it anywhere you buy books Amazon, Barnes and Nobles, Target, IndieBound, BAM. -Bam, And you can go to meditationforkidsbook.com to get more information on the Meditation for Kids Masterclass course. If you're a complete beginner and learning how to teach meditation to your kids, this is the step by step roadmap that's going to to teach you how to teach your kids meditation without having to become a certified meditation expert. Thank you so much guys. Bye.